Hi, welcome to the Reaching Lives Talk podcast. I am your host, Katrina, spreading the power of positivity through storytelling with true stories and real feelings. In this episode, we have Ruben Lowe, who is the founder of both Mindful Creation and the health promotion nonprofit called Act on It. Tonight, let us talk about how to build healthy relationships through mindfulness. Want to know more about us? Follow the Reaching Out Project on Instagram and Facebook. Enjoy the show. So welcome to Reaching Lives Talk, right, by the Reaching Out Project. My name is Katrina. I'm the host uh, for this podcast. And in conjunction with the Reaching Out Project's uh, events, which is happening on the 11th of September, about you and your relationship, I'm so happy to invite Ruben Lowe as our special guest. Uh, to talk about relationships, you know. So this podcast is also brought to you in association with the Miracles Makers from Ireland. And Ruben Lowe, let me just, um, you know, have a great introduction for him, you know, because uh, I, I think I know you in Clubhouse, right? And uh, somehow we got connected and I find that, you know, uh, it is really good to have you and your profile is so strong and so great. I think you would be a very good uh, person to share more positive Activity and about what you do tonight. So uh, I will let you, you know, have a better introduction about yourself, right? So please tell us where are you from, you know, and, and, and you know, uh, what are you passionate about? And I know that you are also the founder of uh, Mindful Creation and the Health Promotion Nonprofit Act on it. And you're also a mindfulness teacher, right in in inside timer and you have done so many amazing things. So let, let's share with us, you know, what are the, you know, the things that you have done amazingly and tell us, you know, in details about it. Sure, sure. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. Um, I love your enthusiasm. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. Um, so it's been a rocky road. It's been a rocky road because 11 years ago, I had this vision that I wanted to make a difference in a million people's lives. And I kept it to myself because I thought, well, if I tell anyone about it, it's just going to sound too outlandish, right? Um, technology wasn't what it was then and it just anyway it was this thing that I was like I know I know deep down that I want to make a difference in people's lives right and so I set up mindful creation and 10 years ago had my first little mindfulness app out and um, and that that kind of that's evolved whilst I'm doing my work what um, whilst I've been doing my work at uh, the largest private health clinic in the Southern Hemisphere um, in Melbourne. So I live in Melbourne, but I'm from the UK. And so with Mindful Creation and me doing the work I'm doing at the Melbourne Clinic, which is, which is working with a range of people, um, people with addictions, people with anxiety, depression, trauma, all sorts, right? And specializing in uh, a type of therapy called acceptance commitment therapy. I really love acceptance commitment therapy. Um, it's a mindfulness-based therapy and helps people unhook from unhelpful thoughts, um, overcome certain barriers, certain obstacles in their life, and get a sense of what actually is important to them. So to tie things up with regards to what I'm about, right? So yeah, my name's Ruben and I founded Mindful Creation. And I have a website and, um, you know, a podcast as well. And there's an app and... Uh, yeah, there's a whole heap of things going on there. I also teach on Insight Timer, as you know, and do live events to about a thousand people a week. But I also, a few years back, founded a charity called Act On It, 
Um, and what we wanted to do is to help young people, help teenagers particularly, um, and give them the skills, tips and tools to help them make space for difficult thoughts and feelings and get clear on what matters. So I, I founded that charity and we're now, it's, you know, a lot of time has passed because this, this was like years ago, I came up with this idea and I was like, oh, I'm going to do this and it'll only take a few months, but now it's, <laughs> now it's coming out. Yeah, totally, right. totally. And so now I've got this, yeah, and this is another free app as well. My other app is free and um, that's going to be coming out very, very soon. I've got the build actually sitting next to me. The last, it looks like the last two little minor things are going to be done. So there's mindful creation, there's act on it. And then there's the work that I do at the, at the clinic, the Melbourne clinic, and I coordinate the acceptance commitment therapy programs and people in group settings, particularly some one-to-one -one work. And then, like I said, on Insight Timer, and there are some other platforms, but I don't want to um, talk, you know, too much about that because we've got so much other stuff to talk about, right? You want to talk about like couples and relationships and, and yes. what we can do to enhance meaningful connection. So that's yes. what I'm about. I do want to say that my, my, tag, my tagline, my slogan is be part of the change. Be part of the change. And it's so inclusive. It's so beautiful because in, in, having a practice in being maybe self-reflective about where we can learn, where we can grow, um, setting intention, um, right. you know, writing a gratitude journal, whatever it is that helps us enhance meaningful connection and move forward in ways that improve our lives. That is how we are part of the change. And, the, and as I like to say, there's a positive change going on in the world it just depends where we focus our attention. And that's it, you know? Yes, it's easy to go, well, look at the world now, look at this, look at that. Did you see the news? You know, it's terrible. Our brains are like Velcro for negative experiences and Teflon for positive ones, as neuroscientist Rick Hansen says. Yeah. Velcro for negative experiences, Teflon for positive ones. So with mindfulness, what we can do is to start to disengage from the things that don't work for us and re-engage with things that do work for us so that's that's how we be part of the change and that is that's what i'm passionate about and that's that's what i'm about helping yeah. empowering people to be part of the change yeah yeah i i love the way that you you know and everything that you do actually because uh i but uh, like I agree what you say if you focus on the right things you know that works for you then you are eventually going to be you know having a healthy state of mind and you can see so many uh, possibilities as well <clears throat> yeah and um, can you still hear me I saw that the internet was unstable I can hear you now it, can yeah, you it, hear it me? cut a little bit but um, I got the gist, oh. gist of what you said so that's okay yeah. Oh, okay, great. And, and I love that you talk about be part of the change, right? Because so many people are so fearful of change. But if that change would actually drive you to, to become a better person, then it is worth to change, right? I think, right? So um, yeah, tonight we are going to talk about healthy relationships through mindfulness. So uh, I'm a big fan of mindfulness. In fact, I'm also a life coach for mind mindfulness as well. So uh, I just want to ask, right, because uh, with your experience and your active experience, right 
in uh, so many therapies and also working with so many people, right? You know, can you talk to, you know, tell us more, um, you know, what are the common relationship challenges you see, you know, especially for couples, right? During your work in the hospital as a therapist and what are the strategies you used, you know, to, to help them with all these, um, you know, challenges in, in their lives? Yeah, so, okay, so the first thing that comes to mind when you say about like the challenges that they face. Right. The first thing that comes to mind for me is communication. Like it's, it's all about communication. And what we tend to do in life is communicate, but not necessarily at a level that gives um, real authentic expression and a depth of what's really going on for us. So that's what I would say first off. But I mean, like number one, you know, lack of honest and authentic communication is going to be damaging for a relationship because we're just saying things and we're not connecting at a deeper level. And people can pick up on that, whether they're consciously picking up on the vibrational communication, which is the energy that we pick up on that person, or subconsciously we pick up on it. That's what we do as humans. So, you know, challenges really are about the, the, the lack of honest and authentic communication. Um, also, like, due, due to that, what happens is, is we form niggles, right? Niggles. So a niggle is something where you're kind of, you're put out by what somebody has said or what they've done, right? So right. Unres unresolved niggles. So we can get caught up in niggles and then because of the niggle, it feels uncomfortable. And because it feels uncomfortable, we get we then go up into our heads and continue to ruminate on certain judgments about that particular person. Right. Or ourselves or whoever it is. Right. And so unresolved niggles is when we're, we're not willing or we we don't even know necessarily we're doing it. But what it is, is we're not willing to kind of look and open up to what's going on emotionally for us and go, well, how can I work with this? Can I open up to this and maybe take some perspective on this and maybe be honest about, hey, this is a little niggle that, I'm, that I have and I'm working on. And in doing that, you know, that, that's a really good way of being honest and open instead of seeing it as something as, you know, um, like it's like it's some like it's something a, that is a problem this is problematic there's something wrong with me when somebody says this they push my buttons and I have this or I'm just kind of caught up in my head about that person right this is part and parcel of being human we all have niggles we all have niggles some of us more than others yeah sure yeah. but and 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 it just depends on our learning history as to what might niggle us right compared to somebody else so unresolved niggles, right? And being a bit playful with it can be good as well, right? Like, yeah, this is my niggle. What's your niggle? You know what I mean? And then, we, then, and then in doing that and starting to look at that, you then get the honest, authentic communication. Um, and the other thing that I want to say is, so with what have we said, like a lack of honest and authentic communication, unresolved niggles, mm -hmm. and then a lack of meaningful connection a right. lack of meaningful connection like we can connect we can kind of be in our heads and still connect or we can connect not necessarily in our heads but there's a there's a real depth that i'm talking about when i say meaningful connection yeah How do you so it's those that? it's 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 kind of being mindful of those things and then 
how how we can resolve those and if both parties because you're obviously interested in in the service of like couples if right. both parties have a platform to start upon and we can talk a little bit more about this what because there's other things I'd like to share with you that are really simple and easy to do if both parties are willing to work on this it will enhance the connection it will enhance the connection and both people will feel safer and it, with enhanced connection comes a deeper intimacy as well mm. and I'm not talking about I'm not actually directly talking about sexual intimacy I mean yes it can enhance that but you know um, with with the course that I have which is a micro course that course for couples I've had a, a couple that mm. have been married for 50 years five zero years mm. and they did that course and they said to me, thank you so much for these tips and tools. We wish we'd have had it when we first got married, right? So I'm talking about enhancing meaningful connection for any, any couples, any age, any sex, right? Yeah. Mm. So how do you, it's very interesting, right? Uh, what you say, you know, like, uh, I think uh, actually like, you know, uh, because we are, I'm coach, you know, and then we're, we're doing events for, for relationships. So lately, I've gone through a lot of readings about, about relationships. And I find that, you know, a lot of people, um, they are more focused in their career, their wealth, you know, their finances and all that yeah. rather than relationships, you know. So what is your take on that? And I also would love to know what is, you know, your definition of, you know, meaningful relationship and meaningful connection. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sure. So, um, so first off, if, if people are into their work and they're into their creativity or whatever it is, that needs right. to be, that needs to be honored. And if both parties can actually know each other's values, and there's a simple framework we can use for this and it is actually in my course, but what it is, is you'd kind of, Honor your own values. Of what 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 areas of life are important to me in this moment? You can use a little framework for that because it changes over time. And then when you can kind of look at your partners and maybe do the maybe do the exercise together, you actually learn about each other's independence, and you honor each other's independence and the autonomy that they can have in in and and. Yeah, celebrating each other's autonomy and independence. And as a result of that, what happens is it brings people together. It brings the couple together because they're giving each other that autonomy, that freedom, that independence. And when they come together again, it, it creates more of an enhanced, meaningful connection. So it's a really beautiful thing to be able to, to do to kind of acknowledge that. And it is a very, it's actually incredibly simple as well. Like there's a little you know, a little framework of areas of life, you know, specific areas of life that are important. And then just looking at those and going right in this moment, is, is this important to me? Is this very important to me? And if the answer is yes, then the next question is, well, what am I, what actions am I actually doing? Am I living up to this life area? Am I living up to this life area? Am I living up to this life area? And if there's certain ones where you're not, like for instance, creativity, if someone's spending a lot of time, you know, focused on their work and they're not playing the piano, but deep down they really like to play the piano mm -hmm. and be creative, yes. then when they look at that at life area of creativity, they might be like, this is really important to me. 
that actually I'm not doing enough in this life area. So it's about getting a balance. Mm -hmm. and, in the service, and in the service of couples, both couples kind of acknowledging, honoring and celebrating each other's values, what they care about. And then you know more about that person. And with that given freedom, that is the sign of a really healthy relationship. And that's what, um, you know, uh, couples psychologist Margaret Opperman talks about. She's like, if both couples are given that freedom and that autonomy to do what they want, then they're going to come together stronger. It, it, it brings them together stronger because they've been give, given that freedom with each other and they're celebrating each other's freedom. Mm, all right. Very interesting. And I think... Um, um, I'm not sure, you know, uh, how is it like in Australia? Are most couples, you know, are in relationships, they're actually aware, you know, there are such uh, exercise that they could do or is there, you know, still a lot of work to, to really talk to people, you know, and build more awareness about what is available for, for couples to build a better and meaningful connection like, like over in Australia? Oh, the, uh, I, what do you mean like over in Australia? Like, yeah because like, because I'm, I'm talking about couples in general yeah so yeah. your question is like is that yeah my question is you know like like in uh, western countries like in australia right so how how are they like you know are they are couples aware that there are such exercise to do you know when they are facing challenges or or there is still a lot of work that we have to put in or you have to put in you know to to let people know there are such uh, things that they they can do you know to enhance their relationships oh uh, this is this is the beautiful thing Katrina so I, I didn't catch the beginning but I think I've got the essence of your your question this this isn't rocket science there are really really simple things that couples can do that take two minutes a day that will enhance meaningful connection and going back to what you said earlier because part of your, your question before was about what is you know, meaningful connection. It's just that level of depth. It's that level of depth where you where you feel um, much more connected, much more um, kind of like um, present and embodied with uh, the connection that you have. And obviously, we we oscillate in and out of it. That's just the nature of life. It's not like we tick the box and then it's just like oh, we're just so connected all the time. You know, all couples go through problems. All couples have arguments. All couples yeah. go up in their heads you know and all sorts but yeah that meaningful connection is just a, a deeper level of connection but yeah there, there there is definitely there's definitely things that can be done so um there are there are little things like what i like to call meaningful connection rituals and all this is is basically a little habit uh -huh. about meaningful connection to enhance meaningful connection right so so there's a there's a well-respected psychologist called Tony Schwartz who talks about like the power of rituals and a ritual is, mm -hmm. a ch you know, uh, is defined. He defines it as a change that lasts. And a ritual is something that we do at the same time in the same place each day. So we can I mean, I have a list of like little um, meaningful connection rituals in my course that people can just choose from, but you, you, it's not, like I said, it's not rocket science. People can actually um, make up their own. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about a little behavior that is gonna be meaningful. So a meaningful connection ritual, something that you will, you will do on an ongoing basis that you both agree. So for instance, 
Let me give you some examples. Number yeah. one is, example number one could be before sleep, you both agree that just before sleep, you're going to say one thing about your partner that you're grateful for. You both do it. Mm. Even if you're in a bad mood, you agree in height, right. you agree beforehand, even if you're in a bad mood, right? right? And it becomes this thing where it's like, okay, and that's just before sleep. And, and that, that in itself, the, the, the beauty of some of these little tiny behaviors and actions that people are like, oh, that's a lovely idea, just absolutely enhances meaningful connection and, and trust in a relationship and all sorts, right? So that's just one idea. Another one is, is you could set your alarm five minutes earlier than when you normally would in the morning and morning. spend five minutes of just physical intimacy holding your partner, mm. right? And make that a ritual. Physical int intimacy, first thing in the morning, has been proven to set the scene for a pleasant day. I mean, it's really, it's really kind of obvious, but it's been proven as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, some, part, some uh, couples are doing these meaningful connection rituals anyway. So, for instance, upon leaving the house, many couples already do this. But what you can do is commit to kissing your partner goodbye and wishing them well every single time they leave the house right mm -hmm. it's just a little thing that you can do and like i said some people some couples are doing it already without needing to know about mindfulness or without having to do a course it's just a, a connect a connect a meaningful connection yeah. ritual that they're doing without consciously recognizing that oh this is a meaningful connection yeah ritual. Yeah, yeah you're right yeah yeah and i think it's a brilliant idea you know so sometimes it's so simple but but when you make it like a ritual or you make it like a habit and routine, right? You will somehow like yeah. they consciously know that this is what you should be doing at, before you sleep or, or you know, um, the things in the morning. And I think it brings uh, a lot of uh, good energy as well, right? Yeah. Like, I think this way. Definitely, 100%. And it's fun and playful because you're both agreeing to it. You're both going, oh, okay, so yeah, should we do this one? Should we do the gratitude before before sleep but a lot of people yeah. like that a lot of people like that because it's I mean it can take 20 seconds it's it's and yeah it and it can pave the way for other kind of conversations and other things that you're grateful for as well but yeah the list goes on I mean I've just given you some examples there but there's a whole list and that's um yeah in my course is is, is mm. like a, a list for people to choose from but like I said it's not rocket science we can make it up but they are meaningful connection rituals and um, that can be a nice thing to go, okay, what are ours? Could, do we need more meaningful connection rituals in our life? And if so, what, let's, let's do it. Let's make it easy. So these are some of the things that really, like, yeah, make it, you know, keeping it simple, keeping it simple and really, really effective. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ruben, I think uh, your video is off. Can you see yeah. me? Can, yeah, I can hear you now. Can you see me okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now I can see you, but I can hear you just now. Yeah, but it's a little bit cut off just now. If you don't mind to, to repeat that, yeah, it'd be sure. great if you could repeat what you said just now. Okay, so... Um, yeah, I was just saying about, um, yeah, the meaningful connection rituals and choosing to do them together and having yeah. fun with it, right? 
having fun with it and seeing what comes from that. And it's really not rocket science. When you were asking me about, oh, what are the things, what are the things that couples can 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 do? As though it's something like, you know, we need yeah. to do like an entire course or we need to read an entire, you know, series of books to just, you know, just to improve our connection. It's really right. not. It's actually really, really simple. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. of these beautiful, really simple things. So, so yeah, really thank you for your advice at the, of that, you know. So I think the listeners and, and the people that watch this video can benefit from this little, little things that we, we used to forget about. And if you got too busy sometimes or you got too tied up with work, with children, you know, I think these are the things that we have to consciously do. And like you say, if it's just two minutes, it's just like, it's, it's less than the time that you, you went to, to take coffee or, or things like that, right? So I think it's very, very useful. So, so yes. thank you for the insight on that. And, you know, I also love to find out, you know, from you, you know, about your perspective, you know, about how mindfulness can help relationships to thrive. You know, tell us why do couples need it, right? And how to achieve it. Right. Well, I mean, first off, you know, mindfulness is such a popular word. And right. And the word itself is really dodgy mm. because mindfulness, in fact, the dictionaries have changed their definitions just lately because mindfulness is not about what we do with our, it's not a thinking process. It's an observing process. It's having the choice. It's noticing. It's the power of noticing and allowing the present moment to unfold, which is actually not just the external world, but also our internal world. So when it comes to relationships, in fact, we can do this now, right? Get, get your hands like this. I want to get, and, and your, uh, whoever's watching now can do the same thing, right? So what I want you to do is just do this, like this, okay, right? <laughs> and now bring, bring your fingers up to your face like that and really close, right up to your face. And now look at me and look at the world through your fingers, the gaps in your fingers. Now your fingers are the, met these are metaphors for the judgments that we have. So when we're caught, stay like that, I want you to stay like that. So when we're, when we're looking at the world from our judgments, we're looking from our judgments and at other people like our partners and whatever, right? We're caught up in our judgments. Now just bring your hands very slowly down and say, I'm noticing, I'm noticing the thoughts that, right? And just give your fingers a wiggle like this and notice how you can see me. Notice how you can see around the room, even though those wiggling thoughts are still there. But the majority of your attention is actually focused on your partner or whatever it is in front of you. Right. Mm. So so that's just like a little um, um, metaphor, but also an exercise that Russ Harris um, uh, uses a lot. And he's a, a, um, a specialist in acceptance commitment therapy. But yeah, so mindfulness, right? What, what, what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is about being open and receptive to all our experiences, not just in the external world, but our body and mind as well. So what that means is, is noticing those judgments, not taking our thoughts so seriously, unhooking from the unhelpful thoughts and coming back again, focusing again, noticing the pangs of um, emotional discomfort from the thing that your partner has said to you, those, those words that really kind of get you, right? And, <laughs> yeah, and allowing and making space for that. So we have much more choice over our inner world. We start to observe and, and experience these thoughts and feelings as just other 
sense perceptions that may or may not um, be helpful as they come up. Because a lot of the time our feelings are not necessarily helpful if they're pushing us around and getting us to, you know, um, be caught up in our minds and the judgments and then reacting to our partner and saying yes. all the things that we shouldn't be saying, right? So this is about opening up and, you know, recognizing how can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? And in the context of what I spoke about at the beginning with niggles and, you know, honest communication, this is great. Instead of seeing this as a flaw or the fact that you are faulty or whatever, you know, words your mind comes up with about, about how we are, it's not. You're actually opening up and going, I choose to grow through this. I choose to allow these thoughts to come and go. I choose to open up to these feelings of difficulty and potentially even be honest and say to my partner, hey, this is a, this is a bit of a niggle for me at the moment. And um, how are you feeling? You know, what are you noticing or, or whatever? Do you, do you see what I mean? Mm. So it's, it's got an amazing capacity for us to be able to grow through it. Mindfulness is not about having a full mind. It's not a thinking process. It's a yeah. gentle, it's a gentle awareness. It's a gentle awareness that we can bring into our lives more and help enhance meaningful connection. And it can also help us out in the tough times as well. Sometimes it's more challenging in the tough times, but we can certainly, you know, take some time out, take a breath, notice that tendency to react and then maybe refrain from doing so and coming back and then, and then having that connected conversation and saying, you know, you might want to take some time out, right? For five minutes, yeah. 10 minutes, five hours, 10 hours, and then come back and go, this is what I noticed. And now let's come back to, this is, this is how I experienced that. This is how this, um, this is what I noticed about how I felt and, and, and this, and this is a niggle. I'd like to work on this. And if your partner's willing to do the same, then you are going to grow through it. And then you learn about each other and you can even be a bit playful about it. You're like, you know, you can start having a joke about all oh, that niggle. You know, that niggle that you really don't like, you know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you dare say those words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think I get you. I think um, one of the things is, uh, you know, the playfulness, right, is also important in relationships, you know, sometimes, you know, when we tend to get older, right, we tend to be so serious all the time, you know, even if we want to say some, some romantic words or if you want to be more playful or, you, you're just not doing the things that you did at the beginning sometimes, right? As you That's grow. right. Yeah. Right? So I yeah. think it's really important to be mindful of this. So thank you for sharing that. I think it's really important to be the observer, right? Of your feelings, of your situations, of what your partner is saying you and recognizing this as uh, the niggles, right? So I think that is a very good yeah. concept. And, and what, what would you say, you know, to and couples? Yeah, sorry. You, you want to add on? Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just just because it might be nice for your uh, your listeners to, to have something else just on the back of what you're saying here. So another thing, and this is a little bit similar to meaningful connection rituals, but this is this is a little different because what I like to call them is non-negotiables, right? So what this is, again, it's about being playful and it's about saying, look, we really value this relationship. We really value it. So what are the non-negotiables right the mm. things that we can do now and again to keep our relationship on the right track and yeah. so again it's not rocket science it's things like having a regular date night that you actually do commit to 
And if you do put it off because of the kids or whatever, make sure you do it again because it's non-negotiable and you know that you get that meaningful connection from it. That's simple, right? It could be having a regular deep and meaningful conversation about the emotions you've been experiencing lately. Like, when do we do that? Let's have a conversation about some of the deeper emotions I've been experiencing lately. You know, that can open up such a richness, but it could also be something like sharing physical activities on a regular basis, swimming, mm. jogging or hiking, going for a walk. But the thing here is, is like, it's like, well, yeah, that's obvious. But what I'm saying is, is we tend to make excuses and then not make them regular. And what this is about is making them non-negotiables and going, okay, as a couple, let's let's make some non-negotiables, you know, two or three and see how we go. This one is going to be weekly. You know, the walk's going to be fortnightly or whatever. Or the, do, do you see what I mean? And then you've got this joint agreement of your non-negotiables that even though it does say non-negotiable, mm. when kids are involved, sometimes we have to be flexible. But really, it's about kind of, you know, if you have put it off, coming back to that original agreement because you value it and you know that these particular actions are something that you've discussed with your partner and they enhance meaningful connection mm. and, and you've both agreed on that so really yeah really simple things right simple things and, yeah, so, yeah. and just having that framework of yeah what are our non-negotiables yeah and having a bit of fun with it yeah yeah, yeah. i think non-negotiables is really important and so many people kind of neglecting it you know because you're too busy with your kids and too busy with, with house chores and so many things right and then like you say if you just take like a while I think if you want to talk about non-negotiables it could be just 10 minutes or 15 minutes of your time to come you know to come to an agreement that both parties can have these non-negotiables like the date nights movie nights or whatever it is I think it's really important in the long run right because that is totally. of having that relationship at the beginning, right? To, to build it as a meaningful one, as a long lasting one, right? Yes. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very important. And what would you say, you know, to couples that are, you know, somehow, you know, losing hopes uh, in their relationships? I'm sure you have experience in your therapy, you know, when they come in, they might say that, you know, they're losing hopes and all that. So, what would you say to them and what would you recommend, you know, or advise them what to do, you know, if they are losing hope in their relationship? Um, don't, don't give up hope unless it's really not working. So don't give up the hope unless you've put the uh, energy and effort into it. And sometimes we can put energy and effort in, but it's actually going the wrong way. We might be doing it in a way where we're not um, not doing it in a way where we're, we're connecting in a meaningful way, right? We might be kind of pushing it on and going, well, what's going on with our relationship? It's blooming terrible, you know, and whatever, right? right. So there, there's, there's loads of things that have come to mind as you've said that. Like one of them is don't give up until you know that you need to. Because mm -hmm. sometimes it's just the way the universe works, right? People naturally, when, when whatever, whoever they are, people, even if they're in a relationship for 50 years, both, both parties involved change. Both parties involved do change, right? And we can change and then grow together stronger. And we can also change and grow together apart. So 
don't give up until you, until you know you need to. And some of the questions that we need to ask ourselves like is like, is the relationship still nurturing me or is it completely not nurturing me? Because if it's completely not nurturing you, something needs to be done pretty soon. Otherwise, it will become toxic. So yeah. are, there, are there elements that still nurture, still nurture you? And, and, and then if so, it's about kind of like, you know, amplifying those uh, strengths. So my, my course, that course for couples, that's what it's called, that course for couples, um, is strengths-based. So it focuses on strengths-based, right? The other thing is, mm. is like, you know, what role as an individual, what role do we, are we potentially playing in the relationship sliding away from us? Because even though we might notice it in our partner, it's like, well, my partner's doing this, my partner's doing that. What about, is there anything that you're doing because even in responding to how mm. your partner is or how you perceive them to be, that can uh, create more of a divide, right? right? But yeah. look, yeah, there's, there's so many things that come up. Another one is just let, letting go of control, letting go of control and trying to fix it with a, with a kind of desperation, letting go and maybe having the conversation and looking, doing some nice strengths-based stuff like I've spoken about speaking to your partner to see if they're willing to um, have one or two meaningful connection rituals, if they're willing to set up two or three non-negotiables. Like if you do that and your partners are willing to do that, things are going to flower and blossom from those actions that might even resolve what it is that you think is a problem, right? It might even resolve as a result from that, right? So that's, that's what I would say about that, yeah um and and mm -hmm. and sometimes you know people need like i said you know margaret Opper, opperman a well-known relationship um coach she she speaks about how it's really essential for people to have their own independence and sometimes we need to move away from each other a little bit to be a little bit more independent and still together as a couple in order to recognize that and fulfill our, fulfill what it is that we need to be doing our values to then kind of come back a little bit and then see each other in um, in, in 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 that kind of like connected way and and, and that uh, that way of yeah. appreciating one another. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. I think it comes to again um, like like what you say like if it is too toxic you know if you're in a toxic relationship so probably is it's easier to to give up hope but if it's not then we should probably you know do put on effort you know not just your you know your partner but it also yourself you know have some self reflection about what do you want to do as well to to put effort together right so so that that is what i i get from you as well right yeah and i think it yeah sorry you were saying yeah i mean the other thing is as well because like Russ Harris, I was influenced by his book. So it's, he, he's, like I said, a specialist in acting. There's this book called Act With Love. And um, one of the things that he talks about is like a check-in ritual, right? A check-in ritual. And the questions are something along the lines of, so first off, you have to kind of go, hey, are you willing to, let's, let's just take some time to have a bit of fun, even though it might not seem like that when you're addressing it, but taking some time out to actually ask the questions about your relationship. Things like what's working well, what's working in our relationship already? Mm. 
what have right. I appreciated in the last two weeks in our relationship? Mm-hmm. When right. was the last time I felt most satisfied, loved, supported? When was the last time I felt most understood? So notice how that is all strengths-based questions, right? Mm-hmm. And how right. from that, you know, amazing conversations can happen. It might mm. be if it is a toxic relationship and somebody that, you know, your partner that really doesn't want to be involved in asking those questions and whatever, and you are because you want more of a connected relationship, then maybe, maybe the fact that you're willing to work on yourself in this way is, is the universe telling you that this might not be the right relationship. And, and what we tend to do is to mm. cling on to and try and change certain aspects of people you know trying to get them to be like this trying to get them to be like that how we want so it's um it's very it's very difficult especially when we've invested a lot of time in in a relationship right right? but um yeah thinking about some of those simple questions can be really good and if you've got your if you've got your partner on board or you can get them on board and say hey look i just saw this thing i read it in a magazine about these questions that we can ask each other about a relationship and it's all based on strengths are you willing to have that conversation? If they say yes, then you're 50% of the way there. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think it is quite true um, because, you know, I, I do do coaching as well. So sometimes uh, we have come across, uh, you know, clients who, who will say that, hey, yeah. I want to work on this, but how can I talk to my partner that I want to ask this sort of questions, you know, to them and, and I'm not sure, you know, whether they are willing to work on it. So I think, you know, like just now the questions that you mentioned, right, it is really good to, to you know, like make it a fun way in a way, right? Yeah, it's definitely. definitely. It's like, the, hey, the more, the more playful, the, the better, really. Yeah. And, 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 and even like, you know, like I said at the start with the niggles, like this is what happens with me um, in this situation, right? That can still be playful, even though in the moment when it's not and you've had that, you're having that niggle and you're having that reaction, if you yes. can kind of laugh yeah. about it afterwards, you're 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 actually honoring the what everybody has, which is kind of a shadow side, right? Like you know, we react in certain ways because of certain things that are said or a certain environment or whatever, right? We all we all have these things, and that can be something that we can be playful with. And then the more playful we are with it, we grow through it. And then and then those things don't really tend to niggle us as much, you know, as we work through it. Yeah, yeah. And just I like the, the point that you were saying, you know, like sometimes couple will need some time to be away from each other, right? So that they can yes. sort of build, um, you know, independence, explore themselves, you know, the social, you know, to really have that sometimes it's the distance to a deeper connection when, when you, you know, meet them again, right? So in, in this context, right, um, maybe I, I just think of a question, you know, like just randomly, right? Uh, what do you think, like, uh, like for now, like in the pandemic, some people are in long distance relationships, you know, if, if they are away from their partner so much, right, what are the things that you, you think that they can, advice that you can give to them, you know, if they are losing hopes and all that, how can they, uh, you know, be be more positive going forward? Yeah, um, it's a good question. Um, really and honestly, like the, the only thing that comes to mind, and if you were to speak to somebody else that's kind of 
that has more insight in the field, they might say something different, but really it's about really, truly keeping that authentic connection going, right? That authentic connection going. And what I mean by that is we, we don't just have a relationship with our partner, we have a relationship with ourselves. So there's a relationship between you and you or me, me and me, you know? Yes. And so kind of parenting ourselves like, like that as well. So, so really letting the other person know what it is that we're kind of going through. And um, yeah, I mean, in one of those questions, it was about like, what has, um, yeah, in the, in the check-in ritual, like, or, or actually, I think I said it in the, um, uh, the, yeah, the, the meaningful connection ritual, right? To talk about an emotion, you know, an emotion that you've, you've been experiencing recently, a deep emotion that you've been experiencing recently, and just, just ask that question. And that can be really good as well, you know? Um, so yeah, just being really kind of honest about that. There are certain things that people can do with regards to, um, you know, uh, these, meaningful connection rituals that might not necessarily need to you don't you might not necessarily need to have your partner in front of you right like for instance right. you could set the alarm clock so if you're both kind of whether you're in lockdown or at work in lockdown or whatever you can do little things like set the alarm clock at the same time on each other's phone and have that agreement and even though you're not talking to each other when the alarm goes off you spend like a minute or two um, thinking of that other person and sending thoughts out to that other person and knowing that they're doing exactly the same because you both agreed on it. So that can be another yeah. nice little uh, positive um, thing to do there as well. And, and then and then not seeing it, but sensing it, like feeling it, because there's that agreement that really enhances the, the trust and the meaningful connection in the both of you. Yeah, I think that's a really incredible idea, you know. <laughs> yeah. Of it. yeah. So all these ideas are available in your courses, I believe. Is the what, sorry? All, all these ideas and, you know, all these advice, is it available in your course as well? Yeah, yeah. Everything that I've spoke about is, I've just put everything in, in, in there. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, you, it's, it's about 12, 14 minutes a day. It's really easy. You just listen to it with audio with your partner. Some people listen to it without their partner and still get benefits, but ideally it's about doing it together. Yep. So there's a little bit of kind of like education, a touch of it, like some of the stuff that I've mentioned in introducing certain concepts like the check-in ritual or whatever, right? And But really what it does is the first phase of that course is about reconnecting you and your partner with some of the warm, loving, caring emotions that you experienced when you first got together mm. and it actually goes through you know for instance on the first day it talks about the very first time that you that you met and then the time that you recognized that you guys were the first time that you recognized that you were actually an item and, and what this does is it just kind of bring those out to the forefront it also um, gets you to honor the personal qualities not only in yourself but your partner as well and right. you, you, you can do a little exercise where your partner is talking about it, it has a pen and paper and talks about your uh your so, sorry yeah your partner talks about your personal qualities and vice versa 
right? Mm -hmm. So after that, after that kind of phase, which is up into day five, because it's only 10 days, right? Uh, for about 12, 14 minutes a day. The second phase, like day five onwards, is about the things that you can do, such as the meaningful connection rituals, the non-negotiables, the check-in ritual, and um, one or two other things to really solidify it, that you both agree together that you're willing to do. Not to overload you at all, not to overload you, to get you to cherry pick the things that you like that are really easy to put into your day, even if you have a really busy, hectic family life or whatever, right? With kids, because mm. kids are just, yeah, you yeah. know what kids are like, right? Yeah, <laughs> they kind of, yeah. <laughs> I think it's really important. So thank you for sharing that, right? And I think it's very, very useful to, to have all these advice. Yeah, totally. Help people to the relationships to some things that us, right? Wouldn't like spend time to think about it as well. But since now that uh, you know you have this course and everything, I think it's easier for people to access to all of this. And I think um, having meaningful connection is important. Absolutely. And I think it serves us in our soul, right? If right. And um, yeah. I question. And um, yeah, we have such great uh, you know, conversations just now, right? And I'd like to ask you, you know, the last question, you know, in your opinion, right? What do you think is the biggest secret to long-lasting relationships? Um, I wouldn't consider myself an expert by any stretch of the imagination, right? In, with particular reference to couples, even though I've got this course and it's got really, really good reviews. It's on Insight Timer. It's on my website as well. Um, I, would, I would go back to the meaningful connection rituals. So what, what happens is, is that when, when you... The, the studies show that people that have happy, lasting relationships have these meaningful connection rituals and i've kind of called it that but you know this is people are doing this anyway right people that are in healthy lasting relationships are doing this anyway they're doing these meaningful connection rituals anyway so it's not like it's something new it's just something that you can call it and then you can draw upon that to bring more of that into your life and the other thing is um is honoring each other's values like honoring what each other what what each of you care about which is about going into those life areas like i said which is what what, what we do in the course um and really kind of celebrating each other's values what makes them tick there's a that's what it's called the chat the, the day is called what makes you tick and you you use a little framework and go into it and then you discuss each other's values so you've got this kind of like appreciation and then independence from one another so i would say those two things are what really stand out to me and um certainly the research suggests that that's what that's what it's about and really it, it, a lot of this stuff like i keep saying about rocket science but a lot of this stuff is really kind of common sense stuff that has been proven so it's like well yeah people that connect in a meaningful way then their relationships are going to be more meaningful you know and um and yeah, you know, people that give each other freedom to be independent uh, are going to appreciate each other more. I mean, that's the that's the gist of it, right? That is the gist of it. Um, yeah. yeah. So I would I would say I would say those two things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
I think it's really important, like what you say, to build meaningful connection, you know, with your partner. And uh, because, I, I, you know, your partner can be, you know, your best friend for your lifetime, right? So it is really important to spend the little, little things, right? And a little, little time to do rituals together, which I totally agree with you. And, and you know, um, before we end, right, I'd like to ask you, do you have any last words that you want to share with us? Especially, you know, um, about what you do, right, on mindful creation and uh, act uh, act on it or, you know, uh, your, your teaching as well, you know, please share with us. Yeah, definitely. So just kind of um, echoing what I said earlier at the start. So, yeah, my name's Ruben. Um, I had a vision 11 years ago that I wanted to make a difference in a million people's lives. And um, I've got mindful creation. So actually, for those people that are watching to do with couples, if you go onto my website, you can actually for free do the first part. It's called the Couples Connection Challenge. It's on the main webpage. You just click it and start it. And that's like the first uh, three days. And then if you want to continue, you can then purchase the rest of the course. But even those three days are about doing these exercises that get you to, um, yeah, go back to that time when you first kind of met and all that kind of stuff that really brings about those uh, warm, loving beautiful emotions so yeah mindful creation that's 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 kind of the the mother that's that's the the organization that i set up um yeah i've got a podcast i've got an iphone app that's free as well um you can find it in the app store and and the android store if you just uh type in mindfulness 2021 it will come up um i've had an app out for the last 10 years now from mindfulness meditation i've got an another free app coming out for teenagers um, through our charity Act On It, um, and that's coming out very, very soon. It's only on iOS. Um, it will be at the moment until we get more grant funding. Um, I do a lot on Insight Timer. Insight Timer is a fantastic resource also for couples, yeah. whether you're into neuroscience, psychology, or spirituality, Reiki, whatever it is, it's science and spirituality all come together. S some of the most um, uh, credible teachers in the world sharing their stuff having profiles, an amazing platform of 19 million people with the largest database electronically um, of over 100,000 tracks that's all free. The live events are free, the tracks are free, everything's free. If you, if you do want to um, subscribe, then you get the courses. So once you've, that's the only thing, like everything else offers so much value with it insight time so i have a profile on there i do lots of live events i do about five live events a week and reach out to about a thousand people a week so yeah that's what i'm about um i'm also on a, a yeah some other platforms as well but yeah thank you for having me thank you for having me thank you to the people that are watching now and um you know just in being interested just in taking an interest here you are part of the change that's going on in the world you are part of the change and there is a positive change going on in the world like i say even though our brains are like Velcro for negative experiences and Teflon for positive ones, especially when we're having a bad day with our partner, right? We're yes. going to focus on all those, all the worst things, right? Because that's what happens. External. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's that's what I'm about. And thank you for, for listening. Check me out at mindfulcreation.com. Um, there's other things as well. If you're going through a tough time, whentimesatough.com. Um, I could, I could go on, but yeah, thank you so much for having me. Remember, guys, there is a positive change going on in the world, despite COVID, despite everything that's going on. It just depends where we focus our attention. That's what I want to say. Thank you so much. Yeah.
we are so thankful to have you here, you know, tonight to share with us so many golden nuggets, right? And, and really, you know, uh, so many things that we learned today, right? And uh, from this podcast and, and at the end of the show, I will put in your website and everything. So if people want to, you know, get more, more value or, you know, get your courses and everything, they can go to you. And I think you are the change for the world, you know, if, if, if we don't have you, you know, we don't have people like you, then it's pretty difficult for, for anyone to, you know, have bigger dreams and, and think about how to impact people's lives, you know, positively. So thank you for being you, Ruben. And, and I thank you so much for being this podcast. I look forward to, to have, uh, you know, this, the second podcast in the future. Maybe probably yeah. we could talk about, yeah, in, in different categories or different topics as well. Totally. So thank you, we Ruben. Could- we could do the kids. We could do the kids next time. Yeah. Yes, yes. I think it's really Thank important as well to do the kids one. Yeah. yeah. Thank you and take care, Ruben. Thank, Thank you. you. Namaste. Take care. Take care.